talking as Tag and Brando for the Tag and Brando podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's... Compared to other days. <laughs> Did it... Well, I mean, there are other days where we don't talk as Tag and Brando in the Tag and Brando podcast. I mean, yesterday, for instance... We did not record an episode, so... True, but I was still me, and you were still you. I mean... Yes. I'm guessing. I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but now we're talking to each other. True. Which is... True. I still think it, I still think it's a treat. I mean, I enjoy it. <laughs> well, sorry to interrupt. You, you continue. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, a little a little uh, enjoyment from, from our part. Uh, hopefully, you guys also, we impart our enjoyment to you in, in a yes. couple of different ways. Yes. Um, and uh, I'm going to explain the extra special ways um, that you can get that uh, specifically on Patreon. Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, we do have a shout out to our new True Crew member, uh, Spanky upped himself to True Crew, which what? is is dope um but um so uh we'll be hearing from our true crew in uh some of their own question or responses to the question of the day and uh triggered memories and such nice uh but the other thing you can sign up for on patreon is uh for the uh Beginning and the or beginning and the the beginning to the end the beginning and the end what did we name it the beginning of the end the beginning of the end um, where we take it upon ourselves to watch and review and rate a television program based off of the first often pilot episode. And the last and or finale episode. Mm. I say and or because some of these are going to have no finale. They are going to be like, this is gonna what be happened a to show. this show? Right. <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, yeah. This was like a mid-season break that uh, didn't get picked up again. <laughs> like, So, yeah. But basically, we watched the first episode and the last episode and... Uh, just kind of see how see how the show developed with with nothing no nothing in the middle. I mean, like some people like a nice meaty, thick, layered with some condiments and everything in their sandwich. We're just going bread, bread. We are just going all gluten on this. Just join us on Patreon for yeah, that. Do it, dude. Yeah, but uh, here right now we are going to go through. Uh, a question of the day. Uh, Tag's got something to trigger a memory or two that we're going to go back to. And then to bring us back into the now, we got the new. Something new from each of us that we've had going on this week. You got so, it. That's it. Tag, how you doing today? Man, man I'm good, man. I'm good. good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm 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 doing I'm doing pretty good too. Uh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good summer. So, yeah. Even though it's going to snow tomorrow. <laughs> so, 
Summer not quite. Win- not quite here. Yeah, winter. Winter's back, man. First day of spring. <laughs> I mean, maybe the groundhog po- groundhog popped out again, but that was definitely more than six weeks ago, and it is still snowing here. I know, and... dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, should be should be good. Hopefully, our little tulips survive. We maybe got them out of the garage a little too early. But anyway, I digress. So, (laughs) rough, bro. Speaking of garages. Oh, tell me about it. Our our question of the day what ideal or dream vehicle would you like to have in your garage? What's your dream car? Ooh, well, my dream car. Is, uh, is, all right. So I'm thinking about this in a little bit of a different way, because I <laughs> okay. don't have like a ooh. I've always wanted a Mercedes. Like I don't care uh, about brands of cars or whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I need a car that gets me from here to my work and back in a safe manner. Okay. The, the the dream part about it is I want a car that I don't have to put gas in and that won't <laughs> and that won't break down. Okay. So so uh, I'm thinking I don't know figuring out some alternative fuels maybe uh, mm-hmm. right. something that we already generate right. What if it runs on like fingernail clippings or oh so you're talking like human human bioproducts sure or even exactly okay. that maybe it's straight toilet waste we got some Ooh, okay got some methane in there i'm sure um mm-hmm. so i don't i know. mean people burn poo as a form of energy all the time uh, right 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 Human, cow, etc. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can buy dung. <laughs> you you can buy dung. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, you, you want the poo mobile. Uh, I don't so know. Want... I don't know if the poo okay. would be the most ideal fuel because it's gross. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but uh but uh you know, something of that, something of that, where you could get something that is more or less free mm-hmm. from yourself or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and run a car on that. I mean, that's that's totally fair. Because you think about this, okay, the amount of energy and resources and everything it takes to find and extract oil from the earth right right? Right. which is so i mean let's 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 be honest here we're looking for carbon right but we're looking for carbon in specific configurations Uh right uh that's that's this whole fuel debate right right is is like well, yeah, if you take 
essentially a bunch of carbon-based life forms, trees, uh-huh. dinosaurs, whatever, and you squish them all together, then you get these nice long chains of carbon that give you a nice combustion like ratio, like give you a lot of BTUs right. per per kilo, right? That kind of thing. And then whereas, you know, that same you know, kind of compound just going through the digestive system of an animal. First off, they're stealing some of that energy. Right. But it's still, they're, they're taking it out and, um, and leaving, leaving some of it behind. But if you think about like how much, how much energy and, and everything it takes to like harvest oil, then you take it to a refinery. Right. Then it's got to be shipped, shipped, shipped in a truck then it goes back into the ground and it's sitting there in a tank and then you take that little you know gas pump and you put it in there and gas doesn't smell great i mean like if you're huffing gas fumes for oh, fun oh yeah no that's bad that's bad you're, you're so in if, trouble mhm so if you somehow took that process to be like all right we're taking this sewage waste uh-huh we're we're concentrating down the the stuff that we need and we're refining it we're putting it in a truck we're putting it back in the ground and we're putting it back in this like pump like people wouldn't even notice like the the process of going to the gas station would be the same it's true Mm -hmm. well I mean yeah that's the thing it's not like we're out of a shortage of human waste right right like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just get a deal with a poor John company or just the <laughs> rather regular sewer, whatever, uh, you right. know, and just like, give me your excess poo, Bubby. I got to drive my car. Um, <laughs> right. They don't have places to dump all that jazz. Like, mm-hmm. so anyways. It would uh, right. I mean, basically, we're just we're just liquefying it right as much as we can, and then separating it out, and then just basically being like, "Here, environment, you're made to deal with this. Take our <laughs> take our poo and right feed some bacteria and some some plants and whatever." But it's yeah. There's there's a lot out there that could be like you know what we could be taking this back around, but... Right, right, right. um, But yeah, so here's the question, though. I mean, like, I mean, so your ideal car, though, it still takes something to get around. Still, you still got to go to the to the poo pump or something. There's, I mean, have we come to the thing at this point of a car that doesn't need something to go? I mean that. Well, have you seen the movie Race the Sun? No. Jim Jim Belushi, uh, and Halle Berry, and probably some other people who are semi famous that I don't know. <laughs> that like I don't think so. No. Oh, uh, it is a '90s movie. 
where okay. they they are they that 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 uh, Jim Belushi and Halle Berry are part of this high school slash college team of amateur engineers that oh. are making and competing in this uh, solar car race. Ah, uh, yeah. They're in Hawaii, and then, like, they get invited to go to the thing in Australia, because obviously the sun's really big in Australia. It's a big thing down there. But, I mean, that's the thing, is, like, they got to, like, design it to be, like, super aerodynamic and super, like, there's the whole, like, battery-to-weight ratio. Like, yeah, you'll get more power, but is the battery worth it? And this that and the other and this this whole thing and right i mean and and that's cool um but that's still something right you still need solar power to run your car and in places that are not hawaii and or australia sun's not as big of a deal (laughs) um so but yeah i don't know good point i like that idea, so, I mean, the electric cars, whatever, it just takes forever to, like, charge them up. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know. I don't know about... If we don't, if we had the technology for just, like, you know, a perpetual motion machine that would just run your engine mm-hmm. for you, then great. I'm, right. I'm on board for that. But uh, at this point, there's, there's not a lot of scientific evidence showing that we're going <laughs> to get that breakthrough anytime soon or if it's even possible so right uh so what 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 about yeah a like induction roadway where you're jumping in your car and there's just electricity that you your car like basically just as it's on the road it just is now like oh i can go because the the road is energized right i only pay for for that but so it's it's this it's the whole um like i don't have to fuel my tank right and worry about that i there's constant energy and and you just get a bill you know at the end of every month it's like okay you drove x number of miles that means that you pay you know x number of kilowatt hours just like you do, you know, at home, but it's not like a separate, like, you're paying right, for gas. Right, and then, right. at least, I mean, if nothing else, it cuts down on the pollution right. and the need the need to, to you know, fight over oil and everything. Right. Except for, except for the, how you're making the electricity is kind of now a new question, which is. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's just like, now it's not my yeah. question. Um mm-hmm. I like that idea. I just don't see the practicality of that coming anytime soon. Uh, right. To rip up all the roads in a city and then replace them with an energized road is going mm-hmm. to be a project, and it's going to take forever. <laughs> right. And, okay. And while they're doing that, no one's going to be able to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. Or if they are, it'll be super slow. So, So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. You were sorry. okay. So, so fuel. We got some problems with fuel, but basically, 
if your if your car was let's say much more fuel efficient like a uh-huh. like a really good hybrid that like maybe gets some solar energy so like you're minimizing you know it's like charging up while you're sitting there uh-huh. you know at the grocery store here's the thing that I don't understand while we're on the subject please uh, and we can talk about solar and everything in depth later on but as a as a as a building owner yes i do not I, i'm trying to see where the cost effectiveness cuz i worked in a parking lot right i worked in a parking lot for a long time uh-huh and a, and as a building owner from maintenance cost to from like snow removal uh-huh. um, resurfacing and just in the fact that it gets friggin cold and or freaking hot um, friggin freakin <laughs> like all that kind of stuff like rain and everything like you could cover your parking lot with just a cheapo like like just a cheapo system and put some solar panels on that and boom bam baby you got yourself all the power you need for your building like why is that not more popular or or even like i've never seen that like true even so half saying, like if half of your parking lot you're saying just was, part of it you canopy mm-hmm. it canopy mm-hmm. your parking lot with mm-hmm. solar panels to all, mm-hmm. collect energy and also to cover your cover lot the mm-hmm. spots yeah you, like then you don't have to resurface nearly as often maybe right. even if ever like once a once a decade you know where we were getting resurfaced at least once every two years and stuff you don't have to repaint the lines because right. you're part of the part of the reason you're resurfacing is because not only are you putting is it the sun and the rain and all that kind of different stuff but you're also just scraping that surface every time you got like you know snow sure and and everything like that so like yeah, if you got yourself some solar panels on top of that bad boy, like, how is that not, like, paying for itself? And, like, yeah, and then you go out there and your car's not blisteringly hot or, like, you know, right. covered in snow and everything like that. Like, yeah. Anyway. Ugh, I digress. I, I think so. it's a great idea. Let's start the company, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Like nobody steal our idea. <laughs> yeah, Pat, patent pending. I mean, patent, patent pending, pending, pen, pen, pending, pending, don't, patent pending. Don't touch our pending patent. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so we're just saying a super efficient. Okay, you want it super efficient, reliable, and uh, what are we talking in terms of? Uh, like cargo space seating, like what do you, what are, what is that? Oh like? man, I'm so flexible with that. Um, though I don't know, I wouldn't mind it. Um, the, you're so flexible, you're just bored. Ugh. So bored about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I guess, I'd like it in the bigger arena. 
Mm-hmm. I don't need it to be a truck, I don't think, but I need to be able to haul some jazz in it if I need to. Um, mm-hmm. So SUV size, maybe, maybe a little, maybe a little bigger, but I'll take some seats in it as well. You know, I like to drive okay. with people. I like people to be mm-hmm. like, "What's up? What are we listening to?" And you better, you're like, "You're playing DJ boy, pump me some tunes." Um. So yeah. Okay, uh, you bring up an interesting point there. Yes. This is something for my dream car, for sure. Driving versus self-driving. What are your thoughts on that? I'm a little scared about it, honestly. I like to drive, so it's like not a huge big deal. But I will tell you, when I lived in places that had trains, I, <laughs> I also liked the train to drive me. Uh, right. That's very nice. They're like, what? How long is it gonna take? An hour, dude. I'm gonna do these Sudoku's for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it was always a nice kind of relaxing time to chill on the train. So, I get the appeal, and as long as I know that I'm the the nice thing about a train, if it crashes, I'm way in the back car. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm probably not going to die. The car is a lot smaller than the train. If I crash, right. I'm going to get hurt probably. Uh, so it's hard to relinquish the control of that for me a little bit. But uh, I am interested to see how that goes. And if, uh, you know, track records and whatnot turn out to mm-hmm. be real, real, real good, uh, I might be on board with that. Dude, I just saying, like, at this point, for me, Elon take the wheel, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh no, you did cause, you did not say that. <laughs> Cause I mean, seriously, I I have I've never been the cause of of an accident, you know, I've had oh. some close calls uh-huh. of, you know, maybe just like a, like a, oh my gosh, like I'm really glad that I like, you know, was not following too close behind this guy or right. whoa, whoa, what is that doing in the middle of the road? Like kind of, kind of stuff. But like, I mean, it's, here's the problem is it's, it's, it's kind of at this point, like one of those, well, if it, everybody had a self-driving car, it'd be perfect. But the fact that there's some self-driving cars and some not, right? it's like, you know, like the the self-driving car has to adapt to people. And people on the roads are the worst sometimes, you know? And like traffic conditions are just completely random at, at times and everything like that. And so that's why self-driving cars, you know, it's like if you don't have to worry about a car breaking in front of you at some random interval. Right. But you, but if this car can communicate with that car and the car ahead of it and the car ahead of it, and it's like, there's an obstruction, everybody merge to the left lane so that the, you know, police officer can like get the obstruction out of the road or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like all that kind of communication that could happen. But um, but yeah, my ideal car for sure has a 
very reliable self-driving mode. Like, I've never found driving itself to be that, like, relaxing, like, enjoy, like, let me just find, like, a curvy road to just, like, you know, take my, you know, luxury vehicle on. It's like, no, like, I'm trying to get somewhere. (laughs) And if Uh. I can, you know, zone out or I can watch a movie or I can, you know, like turn around and talk to people or whatever, you know, kind of a thing. Like I'm all for that. Like, right. And not, and not feel guilty that I'm not driving, you know? Right, 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 right. So, um, so yeah, that's definitely my take on it is like self-driving car for sure would be, would be the way to go on, uh, on any of this. And, uh, Self-parking, too. I mean, like... Well, if you're going the whole, the road is the power source thing, then you just go one mm-hmm. more step and say, the road's what takes you there, <laughs> you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So the road's going to drive you. Right. And so the car in front of you is driving the same pace as you're driving, and it takes you just say, mm-hmm. this is my destination, and then it takes you there. Right. Because, I mean, like, all those different things, like, you know, like, we we try so hard to have a good flow to traffic. Like, you are on the freeway and you are like, okay, I need to get over because I see people on this on-ramp. Right. And I know that they're not going as fast as I am. So, if I'm in a lane over then they can merge and I'm totally good. Or like if you don't have that option, you kind of eyeball it and you say, okay, this guy's definitely like far enough ahead of me. That guy is, you know, far enough behind me. Like they can merge on either side, front and back kind of a thing. But like, yeah, if you're, if your cars, like the, the problem is like we've got turn signals and brake lights are like, the only real things that indicate right what's going uh, down and and reverse lights and you do not want to see those at times <laughs> but, like but yeah they're the only things that are like the outward like hey i'm trying to do this right. kind of thing right or if like if cars could communicate with each other a little bit better and be like excuse me i need to get into this lane because i need to turn left in two blocks then it'd be like okay let me give you adequate amount of space instead of just right. like, you know. So make it a smart system where everything works together mm-hmm. and, and everything, right. you know, is dictating mm-hmm. speed and distance and blah, right. blah, blah. Then right. that's great. Then that makes sense. With, it's all the same. With, yeah. With gold wing doors, of course, though. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you but, had to say anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I often thought like, you know, I would love to drive a DeLorean, but as our uh, lovely friend, um, Sarah Curtis, uh, demonstrated, the, the DeLorean is a very uncomfortable car <laughs> to to do anything. Uh, right. And, and it is it is a two person ish vehicle (laughs) um and everything like that and so i think um you know while it would be nice to have a delorean 
um, it would not be an ideal uh, automobile for me. Right. And, and everything. But uh, it, unless it's like, you know, Doc Brown's, the fact that he can do it on a remote control, that's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, I don't know, self-driving car would be, would be really nice. Because then it's also, um, I thought about this. Okay, here's another idea not to steal people. Um, <laughs> Stop yeah. listening. Yes. Okay, um, kind of borrowing uh, uh, the idea from the Dark Knight um, uh, and the fact that he has the tumbler and then the like the uh, bat cycle just pops out of that, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. and everything. I thought about it, and I'm like, it would be super convenient to have just a like miniature, you know, Jetson style car vehicle that just pops out, you know. So if you're like with your significant other and you're out shopping and it's just like, oh, it's like I have to go pick up the kids. It's like, oh, well, either I have to go with you. Right. Or I have to stay here and find my own way home or whatever. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I'll take... He's like, you have to go pick up the kids, so you take the main car, and I'll take the side car, like, literally, <laughs> like, like the motorcycle that comes out of the car. Right, right, and, right. And I'll drive, and I'll meet you at the restaurant, you know, later, right? And so it's like... And then you can just merge them back together and, you know, yes, and drive like home all together. So so that's another kind of idea out there is you have like a little, you know, another uh, vehicle that just kind of pops out the side. And you're just like, all right, like I just need this to, to take off and go here. And it's like, but I'll catch up with you later. And so it's not like I have to bring a whole new car from the get-go. Right. Yeah, that would be awesome. I like that idea. Or if there's just a, a more convenient way to like bring your other car with the mm-hmm. the first car, right? Well, there's a way you could just connect them together rather than like mm-hmm. this whole tow business and jab, right. jab, 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 jab. So yeah, because anyway. I mean, like as as somebody who you know has like basically could take you know, their home or whatever. Like, yeah, you see people with RVs and they're towing like a Jeep or a smart car or a Kia something because they're like, ugh, I can't take this freaking boat boat around. I saw this happen. In Wyoming, what was this, (laughs) two weeks ago or something? Um, Mm -hmm. We saw a camper. So like a... Like an actual RV camper, the driving mm-hmm. style one, pulling mm-hmm. a trailer, mm-hmm. pulling a car, pulling another trailer. So you've got RV, trailer, uh-huh. a car behind that trailer, and then that's pulling a smaller like U-Haul style trailer? Right. Right. Wow. Like pulling three different things behind one, uh, not teeny, you know, it was a, it wasn't mm-hmm. huge, but it was a camper. It's still, you know, a driving mm-hmm. camper. 
uh, to reference we like, Race the Sun, whoa. that would be called a road train. <laughs> a road train, for sure. Anyway. So, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> what kind of, like, what kind of car, like, how big was the car? Do you remember? I don't, but I want to say it was, like, a Jeep or something. Like, it was decent. Yeah, it's usually a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> it was a decent-sized car. It wasn't, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a Metro or something. Uh, so was It had was to be big Jeep enough to on... tow something else. Mm-hmm. No, was no. Was the Jeep on all four wheels or no? No, it was, like, a tow bar situation. On the two, on the, on the two on the wheels? Front. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 no. Just in the front. And so it's like that car's just in neutral. Oh, so it is on all four wheels. Running all on all fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Breaking that thing. Oh, man. That has got to be rough. Yeah, dude. I don't. <laughs> and that's another thing, man. The bigger cars get, the more I want a driving a self-driving car because driving an RV <laughs> like that yeah. and just being like, Oh my gosh. Like, cause yeah, if you had the luxury of an RV and it was self-driving, man, it would just be like, Oh yeah. Travel it's, home. It's like, exactly. So it's like, Oh yeah, well we're going to see the, the grand Canyon and you know, overnight we're just going to drive to, you know, see, the biosphere too and i don't know i'm just picking arizona stuff um, <laughs> and so we're we're uh i don't even that's not even really an overnight drive but uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean you you would just be able to just like sleep in the back and not, right, even, not even worry about it, it just revolutionize the the right. uh, RV world. So that's that's really where they need to like start it because they're like, yeah, we're gonna do it for the like, you know, uh, Google cars. We're gonna do it for these like little like around town kind of things. It's like, no, you got to go big and go home, go mobile home, and like those well, are the people that need yeah. it. Yeah, well, just think about that guy's rig. He can't back mm-hmm. that up without assistance. Like he needs right. a self-driving car to back that up. You need like a walkie-talkie and like, and like, because you can't use mirrors, man. No, he you can't. Need like, he can't understand what he's doing. You got to be like, you got to be like face FaceTime in somebody who's got their camera, you know, like behind you, and you're like, okay, like how much? Because yeah, insane. Because yeah, is if he's pulling into like you know a parking spot or something, or backing out of of anywhere, it's like okay. It's like you got this much room, you got this much room. By the time you get that message to him, and everything settles, right? You know, from breaking, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Okay, right. So, uh, so we got some, we got some doing to get our dream cars. A lot of people are like, "Oh man, I just gotta save up." We've got a lot of technology to invent. Yeah, exactly. We need engineering. <laughs> we need, we need advances. <laughs> Exactly. We need some some new chemistry. If if nothing else, man, just like refine bottles back to oil. Come on, plastic <laughs> back to oil. Like, where's that? Where's that going? 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a thing about that. Is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a big question mark. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, a lot of plastics come from petroleum. Right. So just like go plastic, then go back to, you know, to oil, and then let's just stop burning fossil fuels anyway. Or just what's next? Or, yeah, or, or just get your car to, to drive on plastic bottles. Yeah, exactly. Or like that episode of Darkwing Duck where it's like the dinosaurs, and so the the wheels are concrete and the roads are rubber. Uh, it's a thing. Interesting. Well, what are the buses made out of? Uh, I mean, they got they got concrete wheels. That's all I can tell you. Exactly. Speaking of buses. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Today on oh. the triggered memory, we want to talk bus stories. It could be oh, any bus stories, bus. but like, I know you gotta have some bus stories from taking the bus to school as a young pup. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So, I... We, we didn't have a bus for elementary school. Right. At least not, not one that I ever rode. And, I, um, and everything. Right. We lived decently close. So, first bus experience was sixth grade uh-huh. driving, driving to the prison school. <laughs> the prison school. <laughs> We as we've talked about, uh-huh. uh, and um, I specifically remember this was like this was in the first uh, couple weeks of school. Yeah, there's this, you know, I'm a sixth grader, so I'm like, uh, I'm a sixth grader in this three tiered, you know, three grade school. So I'm like, you know, bottom of the totem pole, sitting near the front of the bus. Right. And I hear this kid in the back, and the thing about, like, this school is everybody takes the bus because it's so far out there. Right. And um, this, this kid just yells from the back of the bus, and our bus driver was okay, but she was she was not, like, sociable. Like, uh-huh. she was, she was, I mean, she was kind of just a bus driver. She didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> she didn't do anything. She just drove the bus. Right, right, right. This kid's just in the back. Hey, bus driver! Like, don't know... We don't know her name, right? She doesn't, like, you know, have us sing songs or whatever. Just, hey, bus driver! It's like, what? How long before we get to school? Like, five minutes. Well, hurry up! Okay, a little rude, but whatever. Hey, bus driver! What? <laughs> How long before we get to school? It's gonna be like five minutes, because this was like ten... This was like less than a minute later. And then, like, eventually, he comes up to the front of the bus, and he's like, he's like, you need to pull over. And convincing him, as a, as a... I don't know if he was in seventh or eighth grade, but as a seventh or eighth grader, trying to convince a bus driver to pull over is... 
yeah. got to be some kind of like there's got to be some kind of regulations for her you well, know that's like, just asking for it. a riot right <laughs> exactly so she, he's just like um and so he's just like he's like well, I got to go to the bathroom and so eventually she just pulls over and you know there's nothing on the way to this freaking school so it's just inside right. like in the middle of this field and he goes and he's like goes a couple seats back and he's asking for paper and i'm like oh this kid doesn't gotta pee this kid's gotta poop <laughs> he has gotta poop <laughs> and that is terrible <laughs> so with the whole he bus gets, just watching him <laughs> he gets off the bus and finds not a bush it is a shrub and <laughs> just like tries to hide behind this shrub and oh. he is doing his business right in the middle of this field and for sixth graders nothing is funnier than somebody happened to poop <laughs> like, it is it is a riot it is a laugh riot on this bus <laughs> And so then this kid also then has oh, to no. get back on said bus. Right. And we, I mean, as you heard, we're not exactly at the school. So we obviously have farther to travel. And he just gets on. I just remember this so vividly. He's just like, shut up. Shut up. Like, God, you would be laughing if it happened to you. Shut up. And he's just so mad. And everybody's just making fun of him. And so oh, no. every day after that, for like the next like month until he stopped taking the bus, you would just hear this, hey, bus driver, I got a poop. And she just got so mad every time. <laughs> he was just, and then he just, he just stopped oh, taking the bus poor after kid that. kid got yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, so go to go before you get on the bus because there's no seatbelts and there's no toilets on those bad boys. Right. So, uh, yeah, what's what's your bus story? So, I took the bus for three years, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Do mm-hmm. I remember any grade other than seventh grade on the bus? No, I do not. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't remember who I sat with or anything on any other year except seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade. It was the worst. (laughs) Okay. All right. So here's the thing with my bus thing. In middle school... Alright, this is a little backstory, just so you can understand how frustrating this could be for me. In middle school, my friend, who is the same age as me, he's like, hey man, uh, you know, at the beginning of school, we're both going to be in band for uh, our, one of our electives, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey buddy, we should, we the bassoon's so cool, man, we should play oh. this. We should play bassoon together. I forgot, I forgot you played the bassoon. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, that 
sounds cool. At least we... It's like the balloon with S's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, at least I'll be with my friend. That'll be cool, right? So I go in. You know, they have like a little uh, instrument, instrument yeah. tryout night where you go mm-hmm. and you're like with the teacher and they're like, oh, yeah, you could do this. Yeah, great, 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 great. So oh, I went, did you have like five years of piano? Then you can't play percussion. You're like, what the heck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Piano's in the percussion section in the orchestra. Um, right, but they want people that can do two different things with right. like one thing each hand and blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyway. So I go in and I'm like, hey, yeah, bassoon, whatever. And the guy's like, okay, here you go. And I'm like, okay, great. Perfect, thanks, great. First day I show up, to band practice, my friend is not playing bassoon. The man's playing a trumpet. I was like, what, what the crap, dude? And he was like, oh, they said my hands were too small, so I'm playing trumpet. And I'm like, you couldn't tell me? I could have played trumpet. <laughs> yeah, but you got those big bassoon hands. Uh, yeah, so they're like, you're, you're big. You got it, buddy. So I played bassoon for three years in middle school. And half a year in high school. Um, mm-hmm. The worst thing about the bus was lugging that dang bassoon in the in in and out. Like, I gotta take it home. I gotta practice. There's not room on the bus for a huge bassoon case. Um, I mean, yeah, I played the baritone. That's and a, that's was, a bigger case. <laughs> was horrible at it because I never took that thing home. Right. <laughs> Some people got a practice baritone that they only had to take home once a semester. Nope. We were cheap. (laughs) Anyway. So I had to bring this bassoon thing on. It was pretty tall. In the case, I had to basically, like, put it between my legs on the floor. Mm -hmm. You know, man spreading for a a decent reason, I guess, because I got that. (laughs) Man spreading. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that's fine, right? That's one frustrating thing about the bus. It's not the end of the world. In seventh grade. You got your backpack, too. Well, it's true. I got my backpack. But in seventh grade, I sat next to these two chatty, not very nice Sixth grade girls on one seat. So you, there are three of you on the seat. Yeah, so I'm jammed in there uh, with my bassoon mm-hmm. and my bag, and these two girls who are always talking, uh, not some very nice things, kind of rude business, and every once in a while, because I'm a shy older man. <laughs> <laughs> they're picking on me and crap and I'm like you're younger than me leave me alone and they're like you're an idiot blah, blah. I don't remember the things they'd say um, but uh, dude it was miserable I did not enjoy taking the bus that year in any way shape or form I don't remember anyone else's business on the bus don't care I was jammed in that seat uh, you know, was not comfortable being around females. So <laughs> that was another thing. Not just that, mm-hmm. but then being jammed in with them and them being kind of jerks. And that bassoon, oh, buddy. 
that bus ride was way too long. It was a long bus ride. Anyways, so... It is a long bus ride, it's man. It's a long bus ride. Oh, man. I need to look that up to see well, how far... I mean, if you just go straight on the road, it doesn't take mm-hmm. that long, but it's because you have to stop at all the dang bus stops and pick up all the kids and, like... It took forever. It took forever. Took um, yeah, I mean, forever. I'm looking this. I'm, I'm looking this up. Are you mapping? Uh, Are you mapping uh, it out? And and that's the thing. The road system is a lot better now. You don't got to go on old ranch road or anything. No, it's true. You don't. But you could still mm-hmm. map it that way. Right. Yeah, because I mean, like that was just like. Oh no! This is taking me to like. Yeah, it's gonna take you the easy way now. No, well, no, it's taking me to like Challenger School in like Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, long anyway. bus ride, I'm telling you. Yeah, going all the way to Idaho. Um, so that's my biggest thing. Uh, was that year was so hard. Uh, like I said, I don't remember the other year. I have flashes of sitting with other people on the bus. In sixth grade, we played cards on the bus, I'm pretty sure. I remember playing golf with people on the bus, you know, the card game. Uh, and that must have been the year before. And, uh, I don't know, it so, was just that one year, man, it was the worst. Mm-hmm. So, we, so, we did a lot of band trips um, uh-huh, sure. and everything and you know everybody lugging their instruments around and stuff like that and sometimes we would get charter buses which was awesome but a lot of times we would just get regular old school buses uh-huh. if you got a, if you got the bluebird that was like the dope one because then you could put your <laughs> instruments on it right. in little racks above the right. top like that was legit yeah buddy. um but uh, I remember there was this one band competition. Um, I was a freshman. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, I was a freshman. And we were just uh, like, I don't know. For some reason, we just didn't like want to hang out in the stadium. And like while the, man, I don't know what it is we, about band competitions. But they, like they take forever to like tally up the scores. They take forever. Rank yeah. everything. And. All this kind of different stuff, and so we would just be hanging out, um, and like we just decided to go back to the buses, like uh, uh-huh. me and Spanky and Spanky's at that. Not even I'm not gonna even say at that time, at that moment, girlfriend. <laughs> like <laughs> at that moment, he knows exactly what I'm talking about, but. Uh, <laughs> We were hanging out, uh-huh. and we went we went back to the buses, and we found, like, the bus drivers, and we were like, hey, can we just, like, get on the bus to, like, you know, just sit and kind of hang out for a little bit? And they were, like, having, like, some bus driver party, and I'm sure that they do, because they have nothing to do. They're, like, right. chaperones without, without being chaperones, you know? They are responsible for this bus. Right. And so they, like... And I don't want to say that they were drunk, but they were just like, the reaction we got was just like, 
you can do whatever you like. Like, uh, okay. Uh, Okay. Um, and so we were like just sitting on the bus and like the back and just kind of like, um, talking or whatever. And so we came up with this, uh, like scary movie, you know, kind of, uh, Mike, Mike Myers, like Halloween, Friday the 13th style thriller. Uh huh. About these bus drivers because they were like, we're like, these bus drivers are like drunk and da da da. But there's one bus driver we could see just with their dome light on, just like reading like, uh-huh. and everything like that. And we're like, you know what? It's like, what this is what's going to happen. It's like, we're going to look over and we're going to see this bus driver reading and everything. We're just going to be talking. And then we're going to look over and that they're just going to be gone. And we're going to be like, what the heck is that? Like, where did they go? And then all of a sudden, we're just going to hear this. Ah! And, like, they're going to kill, like, all the other, like, bus drivers because they're, like, not responsible and, like, you know, drinking on the job, like, before they drive these kids back or whatever. And so we created, like, this whole movie about, like, this murderous bus driver and, (laughs) like, us having to, like, survive and, like... You know, and we would pick all the people that we didn't like in the school, or uh-huh. like in not not in the school, but in band, that like we're like this person dies like this, and this this like this person dies like that, of and course. everything like that. And so yeah, we basically just like scripted out this um, this slasher movie, um, that uh, and that was our just hang out on the bus, nice. and then uh, and then they broke up. <laughs> it was like nice. it was like we like we calculated it was like 14 and a half hours it was pretty bad nice. but uh but yeah i mean like that uh that would be it you know like nice you know well so. in high school i also took a lot of trips on the bus mostly for cross country and and or track mm-hmm. business um, I had a lot of interesting experiences on the bus in high school in that situation. Um, some of the notable times there was, uh, we would often stop on the way home. If we were in like Denver, we would mm-hmm. stop at Arapahoe road and then like go buy food, get back on the bus. Let's get home. And I remember one time I went to Dairy Queen, not buying food. <laughs> I went to Dairy Queen, <laughs> and I was like, give me the largest blizzard you got and make it a nerd's blizzard because I don't know why. Just do it. And they got me nerd's blizzard, and I remember sitting on the bus eating it. And my friend was like, dude, is that good? And I was like, the first few bites were not good. <laughs> and then the sugar kicks in and you're like this is amazing Uh, oh the acquired taste of nerds as I'm like shoveling it in my mouth (laughs) Um, yeah it was a very hyper uh, bus ride home that may have also been the night where the like the seniors were in the back or the older Mm -hmm. the older guys were in the back one of which was blaring Toto's Africa over and over and over again. <laughs> Why is it always Toto? They have a deep catalog. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but, like, I don't know. 
I don't Otherwise know. Otherwise, that was Africa. Yeah. I know, but I don't. I, I'm sure they just discovered it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Whoa, this song's amazing!" And of course, that was probably the first time I'd ever heard that song, um, and uh, I heard it about fifteen times on the way home. Mm. And uh, you're, you know, and by the end, you were like, "We're not wrong. That's good." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, all, right, all right, all right. It's yeah. it's like that. Uh, you got me. playing. What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> right, right, John Mulaney style. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, one time, a girl was like, "Do you have a watch?" And I was like, "No, I don't have a watch. I'm sorry." She's like, "Let me see your wrist." And I was like, "Look, I don't have a watch." And she bit me. She oh. bit me on the wrist. <laughs> Made a circle there. She's like, now you gotta watch. And I was like, if this is flirting, that's not cool. That hurt me. (laughs) So from these mean girls to this girl tried to flirt, bite you. I know. I was like, I guess that's kind of... I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I have mixed feelings about this flirt. (laughs) It's very true. Uh, Freaking tetanus. (laughs) <laughs> right, uh, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, there was some. We had a lot of good times on the bus in that scenario, doing the track thing. I mean, you just ran, you know, five k. That's three point one mm-hmm. miles for those who are in America. Um, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. Even though you're tired, you're like pumped up from like doing it. Oh, yeah. You know, from being out there running. Not that you, like, have any adrenaline left, but, you know, I don't know. You're like, yeah, yeah, we're we're the, tra- we're the guys. And so the bus riders home were always, like, crazy. I mean, in a good way. They were fun. That's what I mean. But um, No, 100%. We had, uh, <laughs> so in band, we had this tradition that we carried on as long as we as long as we could uh-huh. and now in the current climate of covid and stuff like that i just oh man this is so awesome so we <laughs> we discovered this stuff um that we deemed we called it like nectar of the gods or god juice and different things like that uh-huh. but it is those big gallon jugs of colored sugar water uh-huh. uh-huh like not the not the name brand of any kind the generic like this one came from like royal dairy farms like i'll tell you that right now but it was the generic stuff that you would get like at kmart uh-huh. and everything they had three flavors they had <laughs> orange orange drink right contained less than one percent juice right Lemon lime flavored drink uh-huh. contained less than one percent juice, right? And fruit and fruit punch contained no fruit juice. <laughs> of all the fruits that you could have chucked in there for a fruit punch, they went with none of them. <laughs> but it was super good to you know pubescent. Teenagers. Oh, sure. And man. so we literally would just buy like 
three gallons of that. And then I sat with the drum line um, and everything like that. Uh, and so we would just like, we would just be passing this stuff around uh, like we're in some kind of a sharing circle uh-huh. and just just drinking straight straight from straight the jug. Drink. Yes, just just sugar, water, and whoever spit just like pass from person to person. And like we didn't even care. Like the whole thing was like we would just like have it like in someone's fridge before and then when we got there it's like okay it was kinda cold and we pass it around. But then by the end of the you know hot freaking competition and everything you get back on the bus everybody's tired but then everybody's got to take a swig of the juice and oh my gosh it was just crazy and like yeah we just you would just be chugging this this juice stuff but oh man the is so interesting (laughs) because yeah the bus the bus is its own little world it's got its own rules it's got like it's own ecosystem basically like you said like you know it's like certain kids sit here and like you know oh well like you got those weird like open like open the windows and every bus driver has different rules and all that kind of different stuff like yeah it was um i told you about the story when just recently we were on a school bus going to a half marathon up uh up the up the canyon here and yeah. it was like it was it was october at six o'clock in the morning so it's like pitch black and something happened where like the back door got like opened or something and so it didn't latch or i don't know exactly but like i had to hold like this button down the whole time or else this like alarm would be sounding and all the lights would come on on the bus. Oh my god. And like gosh. yeah, the bus driver's like cuz just cuz I was like in the back he's like you have to hold this hold down this button or else a the alarm's going to sound and everybody's going to hate you and b <laughs> the the lights will turn on and that will freaking screw with my night vision and we will just crash and die off the side of the mountain. And so <laughs> Like, I'm just like, okay. So I'm like on this mountain road, just like, eh, like, don't take your finger off the button. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, was, dude. And it was, that's it was very r- awkward. That's well, rough. Well, cause also I'm sitting in the last seat, right? Uh-huh. Because it was like the last one left and everything. And I'm on the edge and he's like, Hey you, and he's like, Hey, and I'm like, Oh, sorry. I'm like, can you not see? And I like, I'm slinking back and like further down, you know, like, Oh, like, like he can't you know, see, so I'm trying to get my head out of the way, because I'm not sitting ne- like, right next to the lady uh-huh. next to me, you know, I'm like, so I'm like, uh, like, am I too far in the aisle or what? And then he comes back, and he's like, you have to hold down this button. <laughs> I think I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm like the boy, the boy with his finger in the dike, just like, if, uh-huh. if your finger comes off this button, we're all gonna die. Oh my gosh, dude, that sounds yeah terrible. Yeah, not cool to sit in the back. My my worst bus ride was across Java. The island, the island of Java. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Literally, we spent the last of our cash on the bus ride. It was all day. It was a twelve-hour bus ride. Oof! Yeah. 
it stopped maybe twice for bathrooms, but all the bathrooms were like, you have to pay me money to go into my bathroom. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't use the bathroom. We couldn't buy food. We were on this bus for 12 hours. My legs were too long to sit between the seats. The seats <laughs> were so small and squished together that I sat in the very back last seat so my legs could go in the aisle. And these people who just kept, you know, speaking different languages like they do, trying to get me to scoot in. <laughs> and I'm like, heck no, dude. I do not fit in there. <laughs> then some You're dude. Like, two sits- meters. Two meters. <laughs> exactly. Like- and then some dude sits next to me, falls asleep on my shoulder. So weird. And I, like, push him off. I literally got so angry that I pushed his head <laughs> off of me. <laughs> Didn't do it hard enough. He came back. He leaned back. You know, he, he gradually fell back the other way because he didn't wake jostled, up. Jostled then, his way back. And then I was like, uh-uh. And like, pushed him harder, and he woke up. And I was like, get off of me, dude. Uh, it was the worst ride ever. It was so bad. Uh, I thought I was just always going to be in pain from needing to go to the bathroom. And also, just hungry. I thought that's what life was going to be for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And that's, yeah. can be great. Fun, good times, somebody driving you around <laughs> right. and you don't have to worry. Or it could be the worst times of your life. Overcrowded, hot, stinky, uh-huh. bumpy, terrible. Weird people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird, wear your bus pants kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, All right, man. Well, you got, yeah. a, you got a new for us this week? Uh, yeah, um, so my new, um, actually, if, uh, if anybody is a fan of, uh, the YouTube channel Provost Park Pass, mm, I'm familiar, PPP, familiar, yeah, yeah, uh, we shot a little something for, uh, Magical Meals with Amanda, oh. where we made... Uh, macaroons uh, inspired by really? D- Disney's The Mandalorian. Uh, and oh. it was actually it was very it's very interesting because uh, essentially Magical Meals with Amanda is Amanda just making her best doing her best at making a Disney treat uh-huh. so like a uh, croque monsieur or a monte cristo or uh dole whip or something like that something sure, from sure. the park or tv shows or movies or something like that so right, right. she has she hasn't done a lot but uh but yeah i mean it's and it's just funny because it's it's we we kind of have said with it it's like you know, people are watching these to watch her make it, not necessarily right. to see how to make it, you know. Right. Because you can Google, look up, read about 
all the different professional ways. You know, you can watch British Bake Off or whatever right. to see uh, everything. But kind of the interesting thing about it is to see her make it with like not the right kind of stuff or uh-huh. like not having the best ingredients sometimes and different things like that. And, you know, like in, in this case, I mean, we forgot to put the food coloring in the right time. So like they didn't, and they didn't turn out as good as they could have been, but they, but the, the thing that's interesting to me, and this is as I've gotten more into baking and all this kind of different stuff, like, there's this weird, like, I'm in this weird place as far as, like, accuracy of ingredients. Yeah. Because, like, you'll get a recipe and it's like, you need a digital scale to be successful at this point. <laughs> and you need to weigh things instead of use, like, you know cups and teaspoons and what have yous right um right because first off that's all imperial measurements anyway so if you're not weighing grams then you know i don't know what you're doing kind of stuff but (laughs) it's come to this point where like i'm sitting here and i'm trying sourdough or i'm trying these macaroons or whatever Uh and it's like you need 140 grams of well-sifted fine grain or like almond flour, blanched almond flour, and you need like 130 grams of ultra-refined powdered sugar, and you need this many grams of egg whites, and so on and so on and blah, 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 right? Right. And I'm like... Do they really expect me to get all of these grams of everything off of every container that I'm going to be using to, like, cook with? You know what right, I mean? Like, Because right. I'm using, like, say, like, 100 grams of uh, egg whites, and then I'm going to be, you know, beating those with this and everything like that. I'm like, there's stuff that's going to be stuck on the beater. Is that 100 sure. grams accounting for this? And, like, you right. need... If you're making sourdough, it's like, well, you need this, and you you need to be hydrated at this ratio. And it's like, yeah, but, I mean, like, at this altitude, you know, like, what's the hydration of the flour already? Like, should I add extra? And, like, all this precision goes out the window when you, like, look at your hands, and there's just dough just stuck to every finger. <laughs> And you're like, this is not in my calculation at all. Like, are you ever kidding me? Like, there's no way that, like, it's like, this is going to be exactly this. And, like, da-da-da-da-da. Like, if you're not weighing out to, like, you know, your starter to this. It's like, no way, man. Like, half my starter is stuck in the jar. (laughs) Like, there's... And so, I I just find that interesting to be like people like stressing on on that kind of stuff. And it's just like, you just got to go for it. And yeah, your first batch might be a little flat, might be a little lopsided, might not yield as much as you want, but like, and then they do things like, well, it's like, you're going to do all this. You're going to measure all this out and everything. Oh, and then you're just going to sprinkle your, 
surface with flour and then roll it out on top of that. And you're like, so I'm just adding more flour later on. Like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Or you're going to spritz it with water and everything. It's just like, it's like, I don't understand these super precise ratios. I'm like, you give me an estimate. Tell me what the consistency is supposed to be like. And then kind of go from there. So long story short, we made macaroons. We messed up a couple of stages, but they uh -huh. actually turned out really freaking good. Like I was not really even that big of a fan of macaroons, uh -huh. but just like these ones, we used almond extract in both the macaroon itself and the icing. And ooh, they nice. were super good. Super good. But uh, yeah, so I would say if you haven't tried them, tried making them, do it up. I mean, it's it's really pretty basic. And if you have a stand mixer to make stiff peaks, uh, stiff peak meringue, which is just whipping eggs and sugar together, uh -huh. then that that's really all you need. Because then everything else like kind of just comes together. So nice, yeah. And you can flavor them whatever you feel like. So right. That is, that is my new. What's what's new for you? Well, um, there's some things, but uh, I'm just gonna tell you one thing here. There is this show that I've been watching with my son a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. It is a show called Hilda. It is Hilda okay. on the Netflix, mm -hmm. and it is not what I thought it was going to be. And it, I think it's pretty cool. Um, Hilda is a little girl, and she lives out in the wilderness with her mom in a cabin that was like. It's a cartoon, and she lives out with mm -hmm. her mom in the in a cabin that's been in their family forever. I guess I forget all the details, but she uh, Hilda gets into all these weird adventures, uh, and uh, you know it's got a little like adventure timey niche, uh, mm -hmm. timey ishness to it. Um, but it's a world where like trolls exist and so do elves and, you know, they, they find out that, uh, you know, uh, that their house is in the midst of a huge elf like city, but you can't okay. see, you can't see elves unless you sign their like giant contract and triplicate. And you would never know that unless, of course, an elf, like, initiated contact with you because you can't see him. It's weird. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. So giant as in large, not giants as in... Like, no, no. They're small, teeny, teeny elf dudes. They're as big as your mm. thumb kind of thing. They're, they're teeny. And so their house is in the midst of all these, like, elf houses and things like this and Apparently they've been, if you can't see them, you can step like through their house, but it doesn't hurt them, but it's like, annoying, I guess. 
Anyway, it's <laughs> very interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you like that kind of adventure timey-ishness, um, fantasy kind of oddball cartoon, I'm enjoying it. It's a little okay. spook spooky at times, so I think. So my son sometimes is like, "It's just scary, Dad," and I'm like, "It's fine. These are fun. <laughs> these are fun. These are funny ghosts, <laughs> you know." Um, so, anyways, is, but is it like, uh, like American origin or foreign origin and translated, or do you know? No, I mean. Uh, I don't know. It's in a Netflix original. I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody speaks it with an English accent. So, uh, okay, you know, my guess would be that it's English. Hilda is not an English name, though, so mm -hmm. don't, don't know. But uh, that's part of the charm of it, though, with their English accents and whatnot. So, excuse me. So, yeah. Um, Elves, giants, trolls, um, yeah. Uh, oh, Canadian animated series. Oh, is it? Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. So, yeah, anyways, uh, that's one thing that we've been doing on and off a little bit here and there, and we watched a little tonight, me and my boy. And uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's one of those things where, you know, um, it's not like one of his favoriteest favorite shows ever, but like his favorite shows I don't care to watch whatsoever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is right. one where I'm like, I'm actually, I'm invested. I'll watch this with you. I think this is cool. So there you go. Yeah, I'm just looking into it. Like, uh, looks like um, Luke Peterson, who is somebody, maybe like a producer or something, <laughs> is uh, previously worked on uh, storyboarding of several Adventure Time episodes. So, ah, oh, so there is a connection there. So yes, he he might have be getting getting kind of into that but yeah man i think i think there's just like a oh, there's so much netflix stuff out there it's it's cool and it's crazy and mm. like there's just more and more and more like there's so much stuff that you're just like like netflix probably has more original stuff on it now that I don't know if that's true, but uh, original stuff, it seems that it does like stuff you would have heard of somewhere else, you know? Right. Right. Like it right. used to just be like, Oh, well Netflix is where I go for like all these movies. And then it's like, Oh, Netflix is where I go for all the shows that are in out of syndication. And right. now it's like, Oh, well, Netflix has got its own stuff, and it's so widespread and random, and right. and everything. Like, uh, I mean, it's even picking out shows from YouTube, you know, like Cobra Kai and right, whatever. Just like 
or top or no, I guess Amazon picked up top gear or not top gear, but the grand tour. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that's cool, man. So yeah, I mean, that's cool little series, I guess, just to kind of, I like that your son kind yep. of like ironic, not ironic or hate watches it, but it's not like his favorite. And cause I could definitely say that there are shows that were, um, just like a mini new, we've, we started watching the neighborhood. Uh, uh-huh. have you, have you uh-uh. watched that? Uh, uh-uh. um, just cause Max Greenfield from new girl is just, uh-huh. he just makes that show. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of good characters on there and a lot of good actors and actresses, but he just like Schmidt on that show was just so good. Right. right. And if you've ever seen, um, they came together. Uh, he plays like Paul Rudd's like younger brother and it's, he's not in it very much, but he's super funny in that as well. And so we've been watching the neighborhood um, on the new, uh, what is it called? Um, what is that app called? It's not CBS anymore. It is <laughs> Par- Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not stealing from everybody. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they're just like, um, but it is, it is just such a night and day difference on the way that the sitcom is written from new girl. Yeah. Like new girl, I think is written very well and very comedic in multiple aspects. They, they do like the, the cutbacks, you know, which is very like Uh very popular kind of stuff. Um, but when it's like, but this is just very three camera, like uh, classic. So yeah, 90s. versus the one camera style of yeah. New Girl. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So it's it's very much just like okay, we're back to a nineties, you know, home improvement. Like you see every joke kind of coming. Uh, all right, all right, and overacting like crazy okay all right cool <laughs> so, it's it's, this it's, is where we're it's at interesting now. and so that's the kind of same thing we're just like do you want to watch this yeah sure <laughs> just, yeah. so anyway um but yeah again yeah we will be going to some of those sitcoms and stuff in uh in our patreon only uh episodes that's so, right join us there and uh that's uh the show for today that's it so uh this is brando signing off this is taggart have a good one bye everybody bye